we are delighted to have a friend of the show um, with us. Ryan McEnany is with us, and he has published an amazing field guide to outside style, design and plant your perfect outdoor space. And Ryan is COO, chief of everything at <laughs> Bailey Farms. Hi, Terry. <laughs> Fifth generation. Fifth so, that's kind of amazing, though, Ryan, that your family. families don't often get to fifth generation. It's very rare. It's like 0.3% make it to the fifth generation. Right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But we have so many great family businesses here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, we do. We're part of uh, this program at the University of St. Thomas that's all family businesses, mm-hmm. and it's some that are first generation, and some like us that are fifth, fifth or sixth right? or beyond, really? and we all... Just get together Are and you really from each the other. chief of everything? Maybe in my own mind. <laughs> I know, like, and you, before we get to your book, Bailey's Nurseries, you guys have created, you know, the Endless Summer Hydrangea yep. you're famous for. What other products are, you know, you guys really talk Products, they're called... I know, plants. Well, now that it's, you know, like, feels like summer today, yes. we can finally start talking about flowers and shrubs yeah. and yes. trees, right? Yes. Yeah, so Endless Summer is what most people will know. It's the best-selling collection of hydrangea in the world. Mm-hmm. We're celebrating 20 years of Endless Summer Serious? next year, which seems crazy to me. Is the flower scientist still with you guys that came up with that? Uh, we have a whole breeding farm in Georgia. Okay, you that do. all they do is come up with new plants. Really? And so, yeah, we have a new one for Endless Summer actually this year that uh, just came out of that farm called Popstar Hydrangea. Oh. What does that one do? It is just a crazy flowering machine. So even for people that have had Endless Summer in the Twin Cities that maybe have struggled with it in the past, it's like I always compare it to a car. Like you might drive the same type of car as 20 years ago, but it's not the same car because Mm -hmm. the safety gets better and all that. So being able to not only survive Zone 4 in Minnesota, but thrive, it blooms like crazy. Oh, really? It's a flower machine, and it only gets like 18 to 24 inches, so it's great on a border, great in a a pot, so even if you don't have a lot to space. When are we going to buy these? Yes. They're out, well, probably not Not today. Not today. Uh, In the next couple of weeks, you'll start seeing them in the garden center. And it's Popstar. Popstar. Oh, did you name that? We have a whole committee that names, and it gets hard because there's so many plants, and like yeah. you don't want to have something that's too similar to something else, and then yes. you're like, do you want to be super descriptive or do you want to have fun? So is that where most time. of the flower uh, and plant scientific stuff is? It does it always is it always in the south because just of the growing? They have such a longer growing season okay. that, yeah. so that they can and experiment then you can a little recreate bit more. The conditions. Yeah, so they Got find it. they. I find this whole there. thing fascinating. Yeah. No, a, it's crazy. I have a friend whose daughter is going to school to do exactly well, this kind they, of thing. Maybe they need to come work with us. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, I know, you don't think about that yeah, part of it's a lot of work. Like Popstar, we had the initial seedling discovered in 2014, and it took us that long to test it and trial it at all of our sites across the country, universities that we yeah. partner with, to make sure that it really is something different and unique. Right. Because we don't want to just put something out that like looks pretty in a pot. Sure. It's got to survive for the long term, and so it takes a long time. Yeah. Would Popstar be an annual, or...? It is a, a shrub, so it right. comes back so every will. year. Okay. But, yep. but it's a smaller shrub, yep. so you can use it in smaller areas than the bigger hydrangeas. Yeah, and even if you put it like in a deco pot, say you want something up on your patio right. or front step... You can keep it in that pot and it will come back still next year. Thank you. So for instead the of idea. having like annuals that, you know, you have to replace every year mm-hmm. or, you know, with our heat, sometimes they'll yeah. die out a little bit by August. Yes. This one's going to flower all the way through fall 
protect it a little bit in the winter and it'll come back next year. Wow, that's I'm getting more these, bang for your I'm buck. I'm getting yeah. this immediately. All right, so <laughs> the reason why um, you wrote, you know, this amazing book, and I and I remember, I think I sent you a note very early in the morning because I read the entire thing one morning, The Field Guide to Outside Style, Design and Plant Your Perfect Outdoor Space. And this is a lovely picture book with wonderful text, and it's made for the... Simpleton like me, who just doesn't want to be overwhelmed with yeah. planning and doing everything. So give everyone kind of the setup because it's a unique sure. approach. Well, and it is. It's a beautiful book. And Tracy Walsh, who's a wonderful photographer here in the Twin Cities, shot most of the book. And it's really, it's been a lot of fun to page through it and see it. But it is, is. that a year project? A year and a half? Oh, this, it, I, yeah, it, over two years. It is over it two is. years. No, I, I believe it. I mean, but I just wanted to get a sense because of all the photos yeah. and stuff in this type of book, it is more it time consuming. Time. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, I really, when I started writing it, which I never really sought out to write a book, it just kind <laughs> of happened because, you know, you know me, I can't say no. I haven't done yet this yet. Okay. Um, so I intentionally started writing it for like me 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So when I came back to the nursery, when I didn't really have a lot of history in it, what would I have needed then to, cause it can be really intimidating. Even if you're just doing a little small part of your yard and not doing a total renovation, like my husband and I are doing, okay. because again, I don't say no very right. much. Um, like what, where would you start? And how can you break down some of that scary barrier, especially when you start thinking about shrubs and trees, mm -hmm. it's a little bit more of an investment. It takes a little bit longer and so just having some fun with it and like thinking about soil and sun that like aren't the sexiest of topics. Right. Throw in some mimosas you, and some you snacks and you're down, good. I mean, it's so really, how is it broken down in the so, story? Tell everyone. Yeah. So I break so it down into like dates at home or dates in the neighborhood. And so you start off and doing like coffee talk, whether it's your neighborhood or someone mm -hmm. else's. And you start looking at what other people in their yard, what you like, what you really don't like. Mm -hmm. So you start to like get that perspective. Then you go to brunch and you do soil and that's not very exciting. Yeah, like right. you put a cup of soil in thing. So I say have all your friends come over and have everyone bring a cup, do a soil test and then just have mimosas. Yeah. And so you start to discover what your space offers you, like what can it handle before you start thinking about what you want to put into it. And then you go through happy hour and you get to dinner and... Dinner is the really scary part, especially for me, because I'm really good at spending money. Yeah. Not very good at budgeting. Okay. So, you know, go from happy hour and then like maybe have another glass of wine at dinner <laughs> so you can talk about money. So you can put sort of those guardrails up around what are you actually trying to do and what can you do? Yeah. What do you want to put into it? And how much work do you want to do? Mm -hmm. Because also if you're like, I want to have something that I put in, it looks good and I do a couple things a year. Right. Like you don't want to put in annuals and perennials and shrubs and edibles. And so mm -hmm. starting to get an understanding of what you should be doing. And you even give people the, a blueprint so people don't have to do every, you know, you get out of their own garden them. plan. And and I think what I, what I really enjoyed about it, because I don't like Lori's much more of a gardener than I am. And I, I'm not, but you tell me what's going to work in my area, full sun, part sun, but but really, it's fun, and I like learning about the textures and the colors and the expectations of the garden, you know, and you don't feel overwhelmed. I literally read, and this is a wordy book. <laughs> I read the whole 40, thing. 40,000, let me tell you. I, it is so, and there's great pictures. Yeah, and the pictures just, are phenomenal, and it kind of does give you an idea, because I think it was last Sunday in the Star Tribune, they had the 
woman, she and her husband have a house over by Lake Harriet. Mm-hmm. It was like, it had the master garden. Yeah. It's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful garden. But one of the things in her story was, you know, she likes height. She's height aware mm-hmm. with her play. And okay. it, that does make all the difference yeah. in the world for looking Beautiful. Beautiful in your yes. yard. Or some high, some low, yeah. some yep. medium. But I mean, sometimes I just see that and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, why, I didn't bring my, how high is this going to get? Yeah. Well, and that's that's so part of it, too, because mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll just go to a garden center. If it looks really pretty, I'm just going to buy it and go throw it in. But it might get six feet tall, mm-hmm. but it might take six years to get there, too. And so having that understanding of what you're putting in right. and what you're trying to accomplish is yeah. so important. And it And you make it just fun. You make it seem like it's not going to be work. That it's just going to be fun to figure. It's out outside of, style, Julia. It, it feels I love like decorating outside. I really. It is. It I, is what that's it all is. that it is, right? Yeah. It's that extension of the interior of her house. And mm-hmm. what do you want people to experience? And I talk about in there in that guardrail section. It's not just about budget and money, but when are you going to be out there? And when are you going to experience it? And like. If you're at the cabin all summer, don't plant a garden that's going to bloom all summer long because, number one, you're going to miss it. Number two, there's no one there to maintain it. And then right. you're going to come home and be like, oh, crap. Yeah, it's overgrown. Yeah. And then you're going to get frustrated and then you just want to rip it all out. Oh, so plant for when you're going to enjoy it. Right. I, I absolutely love it. And where can people buy this fantastic field guide to outside style? Well, you can get it at like Majors and Quinn in Minneapolis, which is such a great local yes, bookstore. Kowalski's has it. Barnes & Noble has it. You can get it online at Target, Amazon. Wow, right. Um, and you're everywhere. He's, every, he's been at, he's been, <laughs> okay, so what is. You're what are, known in your business. That you, I mean, your name and uh, yeah, you have credibility. I, you know what you're doing. I've been about. very, very fortunate yeah. to, especially coming up through the business be able to travel around and yeah. chat with people and I mean what was the first Latin flower name that oh, you could successfully oh, really? oh, gosh. so no. it's been my husband is not a plant person okay. and the first one that he could ever remember and still to the states his favorite plant is called physocarpus mm. physocarpus opulifolius it's uh, <laughs> called nine bark we have a lot of them planted yeah. all over and so now he not only knows the name but can yeah the it. latin names are so beautiful the latin <laughs> it, flower names are funny? so beautiful but I, how you pronounce them are you? <laughs> <laughs> what has and ryan what has the feedback been for people who have gotten the book it's been so fun i've been out and about talking a lot i'm gonna be at bachman's tonight for a couple of hours signing book, um, lindale oh the book, and the so one. i get to go out and hang out and talk to people and it's been fun because a lot of people got the gift as a or got the book as a christmas gift mm-hmm. and i was giving a talk at the arboretum and within the book i break out the actual design section into like three archetypes you're a kelly you're a tommy or you're a martha mm-hmm. you can guess who the martha is named mm-hmm. after yes. and she was like i am totally a martha but my neighbor is totally a tommy and so creating these little communities of oh. people that know like how they design but then how other people might and for them because they have very disparate design styles, mm-hmm. understanding their neighbor, and so they don't get frustrated when maybe something it looks a little overgrown. Now they understand why. Sure. So it's been fun. I it's so much fun. So I think what a great Mother's Day gift, people. For sure. What a great gift. But it's something you would keep around too. I mean, it's not a one and done. It's something that I'll refer back to because you have so many practical things in there and all the Latin names of the plants. Yeah, and they grow in our zones. And there's tons of different plants in there. And even though, you know, I wrote the book sort of intentionally for a new gardener or someone yeah. that's not a not a gardener mm-hmm. and wouldn't consider themselves, even if you're a master gardener, you still find some like fun tips and tricks in there mm-hmm. and new and unique plants. So yeah, it's a lot of fun to keep I, around. I love it. All right, you're gonna stay with us, right? I'll, I'll be here. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Ryan McEnany. We'll be back.